Hi, my name is Rabbi Dr. Yosef Shigalov, and this podcast is sponsored by Yaldish Luchia Rebbe. Today I'm going to talk about an issue that I address quite often. There are many parents of young adult children with special needs who want to know about Shaduchim and whether it can be a reality for their child. When, address, when addressing the issue of Shaduchim for adults with special needs, I want to be very specific in how I am defining special needs for this podcast. The definition is a young adult with a cognitive or developmental delay or deficit, which also typically creates social delays as well. The disability is not severe, but is moderate enough to create a marked difference in behavior and interaction with others. I am not discussing someone with a physical limitation or disability who is neurotypical with no developmental delays. And I'm not talking about someone with mental health issues and with neurotypical cognition. The key definition here is developmental, cognitive, or social deficits or delays. This particular population often feel like everyone else. They have been raised in the mainstream of life, often with supports. They see themselves as typical and are likely to be insulted if you tell them they had some type of disability. They may agree that they needed extra help in school or some learning was hard for them, but they see themselves as typical as everyone else. As they are watching their friends and relatives getting married, siblings also, they also have a desire to find the right person and get married as well. As siblings begin to get married, they expect that when it's their turn in the lineup, they too will get married. So the question that often comes to me is whether they can get married. Some parents tell me that their child is really sweet and kind and is so loving and very giving to others, etc. And I'm sure that they do have many good qualities. The nature of special needs is that each person is unique in his or her challenges. The school system creates IEPs for each child. IEP stands for Individualized Education Plans. The key word is that we individualize it to the needs of the person. That follows through for their entire lives. Similarly, when we discuss this, it is important to emphasize that one size will not fit everybody. Marriage will work for some, but won't for others. My goal in this podcast is to highlight some issues around marriage that parents should be thinking about should they want to pursue Shaduchim. I am neither opposed nor in favor of the idea, but it is important to be informed and to be thinking about the following issues. Number one, this population is often highly egocentric. They navigate the world based on themselves, and the world has revolved around them. They often don't have the skill set or ability to navigate around the world. What I mean is, they always come first, and they do not have the capability to make space in a real day-to-day significant way for others. Since they were small children, family members have worked around the disability. Everyone tends to bend to what their needs are and to make accommodations for them. Family members and friends are the ones that have to be flexible and accommodating. It is not within their natures willingly to discomfort themselves for others. They are not catering to others, but rather others are always catering to them. When everyone else has made the necessary accommodations, then these individuals with disabilities can be very sweet and kind, etc. But it is only when the environment is set up to fit and to support their specific needs. 
When you think about marriage, it is all about accommodating your spouse and being flexible to their needs. It is about making space for both of you. Even neurotypical young adults struggle with this in the beginning of their marriage and have to find ways to make it work. It takes a strong skill set needed by both partners <coughs> to figure out each other's needs and anticipate the needs of each other. It takes the ability to learn compromise, understanding, flexibility, savvy social skills, patience, and unconditional love to work together on a constant basis to create a healthy marriage. Does the young adult that you want to marry off have this ability? It would be important for you to stop and think about the accommodations you make for this child and if she, he or she is capable of doing that for someone else. Does he or she have the ability to truly empathize with somebody else? Number two, very often this population thrives in schedules, predictability, routine, and rituals. Over the years, they have created with the help of their family and community supports a daily routine that helps them be more independent. This routine and predictability will be very important for them. For example, waking up each day at 7 a.m., having eggs for breakfast each day, but Mazonis and Shabbos, only using Colgate toothpaste because they don't like any other kind, sleeping with a small nightlight, and the list goes on. What happens when they get married? And their spouse has rituals and routines as well, but they don't fit with theirs. Obviously, neurotypical people have routines and rituals as well, and when they, when they get married, they too have to adjust to the spouse. But again, it is part of a skill set to figure it out. So your spouse gets up at 6.30, now what? You eat cereal, not eggs. Your spouse sings on top of his voice or her voice in the shower, and it's annoying. And no one ever did that in your house. Your spouse eats cake every day, not just on Shabbos. You need a nightlight in the bedroom, but your spouse can only sleep in total darkness. You navigate these things and you compromise. Can your young adult child navigate this and bend routines or change schedules? Can they compromise in some things? And will they need your constant intervention to work through these issues as they come up on a daily basis? Number three. There's this myth that marriage will decrease the issues or disabilities because now they have a partner to take care of them. However, the truth is exactly the opposite. You will now be working on the issues of two young adults with challenges instead of the one you were working before. This cannot be looked at as the marriage of two individuals. You need to start looking at this as the marriage of two families. Both sets of parents will need to make an equal commitment to the couple, and both sets of parents will usually need to, be, need to equally share the responsibility in order for this to work and the marriage to survive. Without equal sharing of the responsibility, there is likely to be burnout on the part of the parents who are more active. There will be issues that arise on a daily basis and they will need to be addressed. The skill set to deal with conflict resolution, compromise, and daily living, like buying food, budgeting money, cleaning up the house, will not miraculously emerge after marriage. Parents have to recognize that they are not losing 50% of the responsibility, but they are now gaining 100% responsibility for another child. They will have to be hands-on in a whole new way. Two people now need to get up in the morning. Two people now have to make their beds. Two people have to have food for breakfast. Two people will need a job or daily activities, etc. They will most likely not be able to do this on their own.
When you have a clear structure in place to provide the oversight, the couple will need to make this happen. Number four, how much time can these two individuals spend with each other? Tolerance level of being with someone every day, having different likes, hobbies, doing everything together. This is something to consider. Number five, and very important, children. Are they capable? Who will oversee them? Are they capable and they ready to raise the children? When we think of raising children, it's not just about taking care of the physical needs of a child, knowing how to dress them, giving them the right food, but more importantly, there's also emotional well-being of the child. Parents need to understand the developmental milestones, temper tantrums, compromising for the children. This adult population is often very childlike. Can they handle raising children? You cannot afford to wait until after they are married to address these questions. Though you never know what the future will hold, and we as Eden have betachem, but with these marriages, we will need to have at least a beginning of a plan in place to be able to handle these issues. Again, I want to emphasize that I am not against or pro-marriage for young adults with developmental and cognitive disabilities. These are simply areas that parents should be thinking about before they embark on Shidduchim. It is not enough to get two people to a wedding. It is far more important to keep them married to each other. As you can see, this issue is a highly charged one and quite individualized. If you want to further discuss this on a more personal level, please feel free to email me at drshagalow at gmail.com or you can call me at 612-999-85669. Good night.